Well, oh, yeah. do we have a countdown? <laughs> yeah, the countdown was up. <laughs> oh, it was so quick. Welcome, welcome to Coffee Beanery Sip and Share. It's such a mouthful. It is. I'm Lori. I'm Patty. I'm Sedona. I'm Logan. And I've got to read this because I don't know it. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that like button, and share the buzz with your fellow coffee enthusiasts. <laughs> oh, God. That was <laughs> Literally, so not no one awkward. wants to do any of those things. I know, and I'm supposed to say it that. in a warm and inviting tone. <laughs> that's horrible. I know. I don't know. But it was highlighted, so I had to say it. <laughs> not like a robot or anything. I had a really hard time not spitting out my coffee when you said that. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. It was, okay, I'm going to practice it. <laughs> It'll get better. You guys, at least I remembered my name. Half the time, it's like, I'm, who am I? Oh, I'm just glad we started off being like, oh, is it live? Is it live? I know. To be fair, we kind of always do that, though. I guess because we're into the transcript thing, and I guess it says we're talking in German sometimes because we're like, uh, 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 are we live? Yeah, it doesn't even say we're talking to English. Oh, my gosh. Because we're so bad about it all. That's so embarrassing. Well, good morning. You would never know this. Or Guten Morgen. Good night. You would think after like 150 times of doing this, you'd have the intros nailed down by now. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We're just as cringy as ever. <laughs> We're so awkward. <laughs> but we remember her name this time. Congratulations. Oh, good morning. Oh, you're actually drinking coffee out of that. I am. I wondered if it'd leak out or anything. Yeah, I didn't know if you could drink coffee out of that. I don't know what oil they used in that, but I don't know if I trust that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's oh. drinking out of a wooden, hand-painted yeah. cup that we got in we Costa Rica. We got in Costa Rica, but I swear yeah. there was bird poop or something in it when I cleaned it out. Ew, what? Ew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got the prettiest one, Sedona. I like yours. I know, but we, I know it's kind of gross. I cleaned it out. Like, oh. No, that's just leftover oil. Oh, we've got the price takes. Oh, I took my price take off. I'm just not going to drink out of mine, I think. Um, gonna... I'm taking a risk. I've got a pretty strong immune system. All right. Good for you. Good um, for you. But these are beautiful Costa Rica cups because we are going to talk about Costa Rica today. Um, if you joined us a couple weeks ago, we went to Costa Rica to visit a coffee farm, the La Manita coffee farm yep. in uh, outside of... San Jose. It's about an hour and a half south. Costa Rica. Of, yep, San Jose. Not to be confused with San Jose, California. Which, you know, has happened before, unfortunately. Um, our last coffee trip was some of our franchisees. We showed up and we're like, where are you? We're waiting for you. And they're like, no, we're here. We're in San Jose. And we're like, we, we don't see you. It's like, did you fill out your custom paperwork? And they're like, we didn't fill out any paperwork. And we're like, well, you have to, to get to Costa Rica. And they're like, they flew from Pennsylvania to San Jose, California. I mean, an easy mistake to make, right? San Jose, San Jose. It's the same thing. Easy so mistake. then they had to fly back to San Jose. Yes. yes they Costa had to Rica. fly from California. Luckily they were staying um, a few extra days. So yes. it was fine. I mean, troopers. Yeah. To fly that them. much. Yes. They're wonderful. Yeah. But what a like horrific thing to like, so this trip, oh God, we're like, make sure. So yeah. we're going to talk about our trip. And yes. then we have, we actually brought back some delicious goodies. Well, we don't know if they're delicious. We haven't tried them yet. Um, they are very <laughs> colorful goodies. And because we don't speak Spanish, we From don't know Costa what they are. Costa Rica. Yeah. Let me see. 
Um, so I will read them to you. They are Turag. Oh, your your Spanish is so cocoa. good. Cocoa. <laughs> yes. Coconut cream filled cookies. Oh, I hate well. coconut. Oh, I like so. coconut. I might like that. Spanish fresa. I think there's a C there. Yeah. Fresca. No, fresa. No, no C. Fresa. No C. <laughs> Galetas con melvesca so I think it's jelly filled yeah. balls <laughs> and mini burritos oh but not to be mistaken yeah. with burritos pina so I think it's uh, pineapple Yeah, pineapple filled burritos I don't know that that's what that is <laughs> but we will try them so should be fun um, we're going to try them <laughs> yeah later. Yeah. So, but Logan, I think you've got something to share. I'm not sure. Do you? He's got photos. But oh, I was yeah. going to start by telling you why show. we went to Costa Rica. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you, it's your guys' show. I, well, I have no I idea remember. what's going on. Every like couple of years, we like to take our franchisees, the owners of coffee beaneries around the country, to uh, <laughs> different <laughs> locations. Sometimes it might be a coffee farm. Sometimes it might be somewhere else where we just want to get together, share new information, you know, because we really do feel like a family with a lot of our franchisees. I'll say all of our franchisees. Um, that sounds <laughs> like terrible, that right? A lot. a lot of them, all of our franchisees. Except for um, those two. Yeah, those are those two, those weird ones. Um, but, but we do love them no. and like, you know, to touch base with them. We're so, small, so it's, a, it's very family. Yeah. So we had about a group of 28 people that went down to Costa Rica um, which was awesome because that's a huge, you know, commitment, you know, to fly. I mean, for us, it was two flights. It was, you know, what, six it's or seven hours day of, of traveling. Yeah, right? of flying. And I don't like to fly, so um, not super fun for me. But um, we decided that we were going to visit the Costa Rica uh, La Manita, the Hacienda La Manita farm. And um, it was an amazing experience. I think everybody really had a wonderful time. It was nice. It was arduous. I forget. Um, that's what I, we have to put a disclaimer next time. Somebody said to tell us to train because it is like, it's death defying. Okay. I mean, you are on cliffs that are, how, how so many feet up? Let's start out with just the point? drive to get up there. Okay. Like just to get up there. <laughs> well, you... we're in back of these trucks. Yeah. But okay. That's the, that's the, that's scary. phase two is the trucks. Phase one yeah. is just getting there in these buses. And I'm telling you, if one of these guys driving the buses sneezes wrong, we're going off the edge. Yeah, you have to be very yeah. vigilant. There's you no can't, guardrail. There's, you, you can't not yeah. pay attention. Well, there's not guardrails, but there's houses. <laughs> yeah, there's houses okay, on the side sure. of cliffs, which would <laughs> yeah. give me nightmares. Yeah. Houses on yeah. still and there were earthquakes while we were there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there say, earthquakes. Yeah, there yes. were. They, they said there's like 30 or 40 like little tremors a day. Oh, yeah. Really? All I'm saying is that and their I survived houses on are on the side of no lie. Yeah, we did. Getting up there was terrifying to me. <laughs> I was dizzy. It's, half of the it's time. honestly not that scary. It's terrifying. She just has anxiety. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Um, I mean, I you don't look scary. down the sides because it is a little. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah. And Sedona gets car sick, I mean, so. I did look yeah. at our drivers, and mm -hmm. they're very healthy men. But I thought if they have a medical incident, you don't know. We're done. You don't know. I was yeah. contemplating, I mean, how you would get to the driver's seat, but it'd be over. Wait, you, you had a contingency plan? I would have plan? to drive. 
Yeah, I was she trying. She was thinking about climbing out windows. She was like, if there are bat flies in this bus, I'm sprawling out on oh, the yeah. ground. Yeah, because we had our windows <laughs> open. We had like face. an old vintage bus. And then our driver, which she would have freaked out because <laughs> yeah. our alarm kept going off because it's very steep climbs. And our alarm oh. was going off. Yeah, so like he, no. but his attention was going to the alarm and then his attention wouldn't be mm-hmm. on the road slightly. No. I'm so glad I wasn't on your bus. That's why I, I loved our bus. On and no. and no. Sedona no. was the co pilot, so she wouldn't get car no. sick. Sitting in the front would have made me more sick. Yeah, I, especially because you're in front of the wheels. So it, oh. it was the worst spot to sit. So anyways, getting to the farm it was, was a little great. scary. And what then was it, our mighty, what did we call ours? Mighty, mighty Ferra- Rojo? No, that mighty was the Rojo. other truck we were in. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't but we did get lost on the way, and the buses went down weird roads. Um, I had to call <laughs> our contact who sent a motorcycle out to get us and take us back to uh, the farm. But the farm is absolutely gorgeous. So oh, we yeah. probably have pictures really of the, the hacienda. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we'll we'll get in yeah let's go it. into yeah. the pictures and we can talk through it. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so these are the farm trucks that we stood in the back of. Um, these are the, the trucks with the higher sides. The truck we were in had the lower had sides. Lower sides. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> on the co- when we get to the coffee farm, um, they, they make switchbacks. They have to make switchbacks because it's very steep yeah. where the coffee farm is. So we have to get on trucks um, and on these very muddy, ruddy roads yeah. to get us down. When I went one time, it was very muddy. That would have freaked me out. And the roads were kind of washed out. Uh, yeah, you would have freaked out. Yeah, um, and that was that was a little more treacherous. I like going during sure. picking season when it's but dry. It, there's only bad. one week a year where the coffee trees flower and it smells like lilacs. And my daughter and I, London, Lilac? it just happened Ooh, to be lilacs. there during that time. And it was really special. It was a special time. Yeah. Yeah. And basically you're in the back <laughs> of these trucks for like, I don't even know how long, 40 Hours. minutes. Okay. So can I just tell you that my Fitbit went off the next day? And it told me that I had gotten 125. I, I achieved the roller coaster award. And it said that I climbed 125 flights of stairs. Because when you're in the back of these trucks, it apparently feels like you're climbing stairs. And of course, you're ducking because there's branches in the, the way. The one too. time I ducked, this wasn't bad. They had the trees pruned. But one time I was up and down like 300 times. I'd done like 300 squats. This time it wasn't nearly it's good that for bad. the booty, but it was pretty crazy. Not good for my much. anxiety. My watch thought I was riding a bicycle. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't yeah. have a bicycle. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And the last time we went, <laughs> a guy almost went overboard. Yes. I, and Patty yeah. grabbed him and I grabbed her. Yes. It was like a train. I hooked a leg. This <laughs> time, Luis, I had braids in. So he's like, okay, I'll, I've got, I'll just grab your braids. And we had, we had contingencies. Huh. How to grab everybody so we wouldn't go overboard. I don't know how the people standing on the sides feel like, because like I'm always in the front holding on. I don't yeah. know how you can be on the sides and feel safe. I like was you, getting banged yeah. up pretty bad on the, on the yeah. side, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah, no. It was fun. I have balance. I guess I just don't like adventure. <laughs> so maybe, you, Logan, you can explain this. Yeah, so basically this is the nursery. Um, so the Lamanita farm that we buy from, they run a five-year cycle of plants. And then they don't have any coffee trees that are older than 15 years because they start to get diseases and production drops off. Mm -hmm. So basically, this is 100,000 little coffee plants. These are little coffee plants. That they were planting to replace 
all of the ones <coughs> that were aging out. Yeah. Those, Those are beautiful. all little coffee plants. Yeah. On the sides of it, it doesn't look as aggressive as it is, but it, it gets pretty aggressive up in the mountains. Yeah. I mean, because obviously, like I think we've said before, that better coffee grows at higher altitudes. So mm -hmm. that's why we're in the mountains. Yeah. How high up were we? Um, so we were at 4,500 4, meters. Yeah. yeah. Above sea level. Yeah. Um, There's so, Lori. Oh, planting my little coffee tree. So this is pretty cool. If you've never seen a little coffee tree, um, this is a picture of one. And then this is Lori planting one. Um, but they're really cool little plants. They're like really waxy looking. Yeah. Um, and they get pretty big. And these were already grown like in the nursery and then we were um, transplanting them into their other thing. We had, it was an unusual harvest. They got a ton of rain earlier, like what, November? Yeah. yeah. And um, so their harvest yeah. happened really early. Like we came, we went two weeks earlier than we did last time. Yeah. So five years ago today, we were in Costa Rica. And the harvest was already done. Mm, yeah. So it was an unusually early, because usually we would have gone and picked coffee beans, but the harvest was so early this year yeah. because of the um, unnatural rains that they had. They actually lost a lot of their yellow. Uh, yellow yeah. yeah. So they are not going to actually plant that anymore because it's very susceptible to rain. So they're actually going to stop um, even planting that because it's so susceptible to rain. Um, so it was, it was very interesting. So mm -hmm. instead of um, picking coffee, we um, planted trees, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So this picture is actually, you can kind of see how steep, like that whole mountainside is covered in coffee plants. Then you can see the trails weaving up and back. Um, and those these are what ones, we took the trucks These ones are up. very mild compared to the ones that we were on. Yeah. Because these are more like main roads. Um, yeah. But that entire hill is just filled with coffee plants. Yeah. And then here's a picture of uh, the actual coffee cherries themselves. And you can see the why road. they have to keep going back up and picking the coffee cherries because they only will pick those red ones. Mm -hmm. So they have to continually go up. So they only pick the reds because mm -hmm. it's hand picking. So they pick the coffee cherries and then they have to start at the bottom and then go pick the red ones because those green ones will turn red and they yeah. can't pick the purple ones will be like whiny or fermented tasting. So they can't pick those and they pick, can't pick the green ones because those will be underdeveloped and won't taste good. And then you'll see later in the processing, if they do pick the green ones, they'll flow and they won't be good and they won't even process. Yeah, I mean, they'll pick them all at the end eventually. Yeah. And that's what um, they will use for like the coffee they drink in Costa Rica. Yeah, the like local the Costa Ricans drink it, yeah. But that's not what they sell. Um, <laughs> they only sell the good ripe ones. When we did the cupping of that one, what did you guys think of the unripe? I didn't taste it because I'm not, I smelled it, but I didn't taste it because I know it's going to be horrible. Yeah, they, they <laughs> took a video of me um, tasting it because they knew I'd be dramatic. Yeah, it was I mean, gross. It's, it's not that bad. It's just, it's like really like fermented fruit. It's taste. gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. I yeah. smelled it and yeah. knew exactly what it was yeah. going to taste like. It's Local not, Costa Ricans liked it. We did not so much. That's um, the yeah, group. Yeah, here's the group of people and then the mountains in the background. And again, these mountains from top to bottom are just covered in coffee plants. Mm -hmm. So I miss everybody already.
Oh, great. Oh, yeah. And here's uh, <laughs> here's some better pictures of trees. As you can see, like the fully grown five-year-old trees are, you know, over Patty's head. So, you know, they're like four feet tall. I'm taking my selfie bombs and putting <laughs> these in here. I mean, come on. And then uh, here's uh, a two-year-old plant um, on this mm -hmm. other side. Do you remember how long they said they take um, when they prune? Like how often they prune? They prune a row every year. Yeah. yeah. So they're on a five-year cycle. So one will be fresh pruned, then mm -hmm. a year old, two years old, three years old. Yeah, that's crazy that they have to cut it back like completely like that. And then they, and it's interesting because they don't prune. I, I mean, I would think they prune one row every year, but they don't because they want the shade of the of the coffee trees for the next. So they actually skip rows and come back. Mm -hmm. So they've yeah. got a very systematic way to do it. Yeah. yeah, the group shot is beautiful. There's more nice ones. Bill, wait. You'll love them. Yeah, maybe we'll have to post some of the pictures that we wouldn't post on our main stuff. <laughs> we can post in the VIP group or yeah. something. Yeah, I, I posted some while we were gone too, but I'll post some more. Yeah, there's one picture I got of like uh, one of the girls in daycare that's super good. Oh, I love those babies. We'll talk about them in a minute though. Um, so this is actually the milling plant. So after the coffee is grown and picked, it all comes in these trucks into the milling plant. And, it and it's collected daily. So yeah. the coffee's collected daily. They yeah, pick all day, process at night. It yeah. awful. Yeah, it a, smells disgusting. Yeah. yeah. It smells like and they said they processed five um, trucks that day. And the most they've ever done, I thought, was like 23 trucks in a day. And that's like at the, at the peak season. And that whole back of that truck is filled to the brim with coffee beans. Yeah. So crazy. So basically they dump um, the whole bed of coffee into, uh, what was the, it's like a certain volume. They uh, measure it all by the volume. Green, I was going to say like how it is, like but I don't know. Yeah, yes. Drew will yes. be mad that we don't remember, but sorry, <laughs> I'm Drew. pretty sure yeah. it's a finca. Yeah. So yeah. they, uh, and then they dump it into this big hopper that's filled with water, and then it washes down these channels, and the bad beans will float and go along, and the beans that Good are morning, better quality and hey, denser Charles. will sit at the bottom of these channels. And it was interesting because that green, um, it's, it's, the same everywhere so that's the same metrics for every yeah mm -hmm. yeah and then uh it goes through a bunch of different sorting machines like this uh grate kind of catches all of the floaters and the bad beans and then the other ones sink and fall down into this trough that's filled with water and it's carried down to the deep pulping and the other sorting stations yeah and it's interesting because i've been to quite a few different farms and it's yeah. interesting how um, they do it slightly different, but but it's, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a machine that takes off the cherry and the pulp, and they uh, change, like, the size depending <coughs> because on Because there's a skin, just like, a, if you imagine, like, a grape. So there's the outer skin, and then there's the pulp, so it's sticky. Like a grape, when you mm -hmm. open it up, there's that sticky um, mucilage inside mm -hmm. of it that you need to get off of it so that you can get into the seed of the, which is the coffee, the bean. coffee bean. Yeah, and this, so they were running third quality when we were there, which is nothing that any of you guys would drink, but uh, <laughs> it- <laughs> Because we don't sell it, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, why the colors are all crazy and they're not like bright red, really nice beans. So basically they changed the size between these two rollers 
and it squeezes the cherry and the pulp out and just the seeds go into a trough and get carried out to the fermentation tanks. That's really interesting, Bill, because that's what the franchisees takeaway too was. After leaving this, they said, I can't believe, you know, everybody um, says, you know, $14, for 12 ounces of coffee seems like so much. And after seeing the process of the coffee, they're like, I, I will never complain kind of about the cost of coffee because it seems like it should cost like $30 yeah. <laughs> after just seeing the love and attention that goes, especially for the first quality coffees or all of the care that goes into coffee. That was really everybody's biggest takeaway that they had no idea just all of the love and care that goes into coffee when it comes to them. Because if you see those coffee trees, the yield is one pound of coffee and it takes three years for that coffee tree even to develop enough to have coffee on it. And then think about the picking, like to continually have to go back up there even to get the yield off that coffee. And then this is just the beginning of the process. It's pretty crazy just how much love and care goes through it. And to see it is, is, I mean, it's really such a gift and a blessing Mm -hmm. to be able to see it firsthand. We love going on these trips and and sharing it with other people is pretty cool too. Yeah. And it's not like, it's hard to tell from the pictures, but it's not like the grade of the hills. Like they grow on like 75% grade. Oh my God. Hills. Like my mom's screaming at us to stay away from the Okay, end. but oh, like, yeah. I don't even understand out. how I they get out. off the side of this mountain because like we were trying to take a picture. And so then Houston's, you know, obviously adventurous self decides that he's literally going to like hang off of it. She's freaking out, rightfully so, because if he falls, you're he's dead. just gone off the side you're, of the mountain. You're dead. There's waterfalls on the sides of these right. cliffs. Like they're sheer cliffs. cliff waterfalls. Even where yeah. we, you saw me planting that coffee tree, which it looks like I'm just on this little tiny slope. No, it was like, it was pretty yeah. steep yeah. where we were doing even yeah. the coffee trees, yeah. planting them. So I don't like, even it's get... a pretty sleep, steep yeah. slope. So how they even pick it, I don't understand. Yeah, like it literally is growing like even this. I would have to be belayed in and still be, it's, it, it's pretty Apparently crazy. they're all mountain goats because yeah. we can't. I mean, you grow up used yeah, to it. Up. But yeah. Well, I'm not a mountain goat. Um, so this is a picture of that first water channel that I showed you with it empty. And you can see where all the beans, there's like two different ways they travel. They either float over top or they sink down into these little channels. And then um, underneath that great sorter, there's actually a giant like 10 feet deep pit that the ones that are good will sink down into versus floating and going along into the next stage of sorting. Because it's interesting, we go there at night um, while everything's running, but it's very loud, so it, it's hard for them to talk about the process. And then we go back there the next day when it's not running and it goes through the process, so we see it both ways. So yeah. you'll see pictures when it's running and then when it's not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so after it goes through the sorters and everything, it goes into these giant concrete tanks. Um, where it ferments for like 24 hours. And it smells horrible. I mean, it's horrible. fermenting. It smells like yeah. dirty oh, diapers. It does. It smells like diapers. And for, some, for something that um, is such a beautiful, wonderful product, it's, I mean, it goes through a fermentation process. So it yeah. just, you don't expect that smell, I no. don't think. No, you don't. No, yeah, you but don't. I mean, it helps. It brings out the flavor. And the it does. And, and you need to get rid of all that 
stuff on the outside too. Yeah. Yep. So after it goes through the fermenters, there's like this big concrete channel with these metal dredges that pull it out into the concrete beds where it'll either get bagged and brought to dryers or laid out and sun dried. And this thing is pretty cool. And the amount of coffee it yeah. goes through is crazy. Yeah. And they re it's interesting how they reuse and recycle everything. Like yeah. they are so efficient in everything they do. They even have a um what do they have? A hydro a hydraulic or a water what do they have on site that they You're recycle? About the hydroelectric. Yes. Oh, they yeah. have a spray in the water. Um, well, they reuse all they the water. They reuse their water. Yeah. But they also, all the power comes from hydroelectric. So yes. they have yeah. a hydroelectric generator. They have two of them yeah. that are on the mountains. That, that reach so that from. they use all their power. And re they're, yeah. I mean, it's they're very sustainable. It's yeah. very fascinating. Yeah. So this lady right here, um, this is the dry bed that they have. Not a ton of coffee from them gets put on the dry bed, but... If it does, they uh, want the coffee to get to like down to 13 to 11% moisture. So they'll lay it out and this lady will literally just rake it all day, every day. All until day. It gets down to that moisture. And like 85 degree. I mean, it's 85, I think when we were there. So this is what she yep. does. Just back and yep. forth. Yep. And then she marked it off. Mm -hmm. um, so there's also drying beds. So this is like their super high end coffee gets laid out on these little beds and gets mixed constantly and gets dried out that way. They had them all over their yard. Yeah. 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 And they had some that weren't washed either. Mm -hmm. But a majority of the coffee actually goes into these big machines. So they have two big furnaces and they take the hot air from these furnaces and blow them through these drums. So they'll dump the coffee into these drums and it'll spin around until it gets down to that 11 to 13 percent moisture because they don't want it to mold right yeah and it has to just yeah get dry for transport but if they go too far with it it'll lose all of its flavor right if it's too wet it can mold or get diseases or other things. and that's what on our end too for part of our quality control we will see um the moisture content when we get it mm -hmm. to make sure that it's an appropriate moisture content but that room is hot yeah. yeah, they had an older one that was wood burning. Well, they were yeah. Able so they have two different furnaces. One burns wood, and the other one burns chaff, which is the parchment paper off of the coffee. So they're really reusing as much as they can from the coffee. Yeah, they're super cool. sustainable. After it gets dried, it'll go into these silos, um, and basically just sits there until they're ready to screen it all which means to sort it by size and then they'll put it in bags there was so much coffee there mm -hmm. yeah. it was like heaven yep mm -hmm. so these are their screens that sort it um so there's bigger and smaller size beans depending on quality so the bigger beans are the higher quality um, they also use for the really high-end coffees this machine's really cool it actually has cameras that it looks at every bean going across this plate and any of the ones that are bad, it shoots a little puff of air and shoots the beans out of That's it. Crazy. So it's perfectly sorted. It's crazy that it can do that. Yeah. And then uh, they also hand sort a lot here. Um, it's like 
for their higher end coffees also. And yeah. there's probably what, 30 women yeah. in the room sitting there sorting all day. And then yeah. they have the first group of women sorting, and then that goes to a second sort too. Then there's another, was it four women? Yeah. That second sort. And so what they're sorting now are any defects in the coffee that would make it, um, make that coffee taste mm-hmm. yucky. You know, anything that would be a sour note, anything that's less than a perfect bean, which is crazy because you don't get that in just any old coffee. This is very special coffee. Yeah. Yep, and then all of the specialty-grade coffees that we buy are all done to a very similar level of this. Yeah, I know, Bill. I feel that way, too. Like, I mean, somebody's actually hand-sorting your coffee. I'm not worthy either. <laughs> um. So, yeah, after, after it gets sorted and bagged, they obviously do a lot of cupping there. So we got to do a cupping of a bunch of different coffees they carry, which was really cool. Um. Yeah, they did different varieties that were like right down the road. And those varieties were um, like remarkably how different they were because they weren't even that far away, but they tasted very different. Completely different. Yeah. yeah. I and really liked all of them except for the unripe one. Yeah. 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 Oh. Unripe one, not so much. They wanted us to taste it, but it's kind of a joke. <laughs> I tasted it. I tasted it, but I didn't like it. Yep, and we actually, it was cool seeing some of the other ones they had because we might actually bring another one in. Yeah. Yeah, which one did you like? The Gladiola? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the one I like, we're not going to bring in. Yeah, well, I just don't like acidic coffee. Yeah. So it was a good coffee. They were all good coffees. They're just not to my flavor profile. Yeah. But Oh, this was our favorite part. I absolutely love this. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, they've they brought yeah. someone out. They brought someone newer in to run their um, facility or their farm, and they just did this new initiative. And they've opened up three daycares to help uh, with educate and with the Care farmers' the children. Yeah. While and so we went and visited, and it was really wonderful um this is my husband and blue kevin and this little like one and a half year old just toddled right up to him like as grabbed as his finger yeah. just immediately grabbed his finger let him do a chair sat on his lap and this other little boy wanted to climb on his other side of his lap and she was kicking him <laughs> she wanted nothing she would not let anybody else sit in his lap it was just so adorable all the kids like wanted to play on our phones and our oh, smart watches they were they taking to pictures yeah, they, they just yeah. they were yeah. yeah it was really adorable yeah. they were just so full of love and laughter um it was pretty but what a wonderful thing to know that your kids are just in a really safe loving environment while you work and there were only 22 children while we were there but they have like i think you said 150 children there normally when they're harvesting and doing things um so it was really really a special thing to be able to yeah and they wash the kids clothes um, so they go home with clean clothing, they mm-hmm. get fed, um, they get bathed, anything that they need during the day is taken care of. by the And they farm. were playing soccer and they, they had one soccer <laughs> ball and it went over the fence. And I thought, oh no. If it goes on the side of the mountain, because they're literally on the side of a mountain. I thought right? if you, if you yeah. lost their soccer ball. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's going to be. Well, they, they, they went over at one point and they went back down to get it. I mean, they they did. The they went and go. got it. Yeah, so it was fine. And I love yeah. that the dog, there was some dog that came in and all of a sudden he snuck under the fence. Yeah. And, and he was just like, I'm with the kids came now. Came to play with yeah. them. Um, but they were just really sweet mm-hmm. and uh, very sweet kids. Yeah. They Patty kept, found a couple boys to play with. And they kept taking my sunglasses and putting them upside down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just... Love them. Um, so it's a newer program. So we actually, they they have a, a foundation. foundation. Mm-hmm. So we actually, Coffee Beanery is going to probably be partnering with this foundation. So we're trying to figure out a way, maybe with the Lamanita Coffee, to partner with this foundation. Oh, I like that. So we're coming up with something, um, a way to, to give back, because I think it's so important to uh, give back to the kids. So yeah. we're going to figure out something we actually from our trip are going to be donating to the foundation from coffee beanery um, but we'd like to do some kind of ongoing program so i'm sure we'll be coming up with some some way to do that mm-hmm. i think maybe similar to how we do with the holiday program to maybe um give part of our laminita proceeds to that mm-hmm. and then maybe just put something on our website to give back um i and I'm sure a lot of you guys have traveled. When you travel to some of these countries, I think I, I two things really struck me when it's Costa Rica. And, and, you know, and it's really nice to take, you know, Sedona's 14 for her to go there and see. I, first of all, feel very grateful. Um, even, you know, you know, one of my sons, he's got a starter home. And, and even a starter home is luxury to a lot of people in these countries. And it's, you just feel very grateful for what you have and living in America and things that we take for granted here. Um, Looking at living behind bars and. What she means by that is that all the houses there are behind gates. Well, they've got gates, but it's beyond just gates, right? There's barbed wire. Like you're living at all those stores. Everything is behind yeah. gates and barbed wire and psychologically that that's got a way heavy on you at some point I would think um it, just living behind bars all your life is an interesting yeah. way to live yeah um but then on the flip side of that too is you know these people you know might only have a few outfits and I grew up and we didn't have a lot um, my dad worked very hard and we didn't have a lot, but we were very happy. So things don't make you happy. So on the flip side of that, like very grateful for what we have, but on the flip side, things don't make you happy either. Right. So I think there's kind of two lessons in that, but it does make you want to definitely give back, um, and seeing the joy on those kids faces, oh, yeah. you know, they might not have, you know, the, I mean, looking at that daycare, I saw one little stuffy, one soccer ball, yeah. you know, not a lot of toys and things, but those kids were happy. Mm-hmm. They were um, playing with water bottles. You yeah. Know? But I I think that that is definitely something that I would like to uh, see see what needs could be met maybe there. Yeah. And, Spoil them a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about Lamanita going into K-Cups, Bill. We have been talking we about have maybe talked doing, about that. Mm-hmm. doing maybe a little bit more and expanding that side. So I think that was on Britain's de- definite list to do. 
Um, Amanita does such a good coffee. Like it, re- I'm like not even being biased. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm biased. I think that was on <laughs> Britain's uh, list for 2024 to do. Um, so especially with this initiative, if we do want to put, um, you know, give some of the Laminita do more of an impact for this, that would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. They're such a great partner mm-hmm. for us. I really like working with everybody at the farm and they were so like gracious and hospitable to us. When, when we I there. loved because healthcare is a big concern at Lam- at the Lamanita yes. farm. They, they have, a, they have uh, free healthcare for their <coughs> workers mm-hmm. and like dental Dentistry. care. Yeah. And they've expanded that because it used to just be for the full-time workers, but they've expanded that to the seasonal workers and now not only that, but it's for their um, parents as well. And what they said that a lot of people, even though San Jose is um, an hour and a half, an hour, hour and a half away, the, the parents are actually coming to the farm for the health care because it's superior to some of the care that they get in San Jose. Which is surprising. Which is not surprising <laughs> after we went to San Jose. That's true. That's true. Oh my gosh, um, that art museum. Um, but but so Whew. that I, that's that's just really it's just really nice to see when people take care of other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and I will say, um, you know, completely pivoting the food that we ate there. When we asked our English speaking guide what like the local national food is, he says rice and beans for breakfast, beans and rice for lunch, and rice and beans for dinner. And it's true. They really do have that for all three meals of the day. Yep. Personally, I don't want rice and beans for a long time. I, I was not a fan. Wasn't my favorite at all. Yeah. yeah, but we had really delicious food. I mean, it's fresh yeah. seafood, and I mean, yeah, their fish, fish their fish really was good. fabulous. Yeah. It's well, some really good food. The problem is, too, they use all these sauces and, like, spicy things. Yeah. Like, and there's different ones at every restaurant that taste different, and yeah. the girls don't like any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we don't. So when you add the sauces yeah. and everything else, yeah. it changes it up, and it makes it Yeah, you know, and I don't want plantains. Like, I don't really care for those. Yeah, I'm not, not a pico person. I don't like tomato and onion. So, like, my palate is, like, chicken fingers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love, though, some of the history, though, and I think it was kind of cool because we learned, like, um, yeah, where was it that they had, if you, if you had rice, and beans like separate it meant you were single oh, but yeah. if you combined them you were married <laughs> that was on our tour so that it was like they could like identify like the girls could know who is single and who is married there was like well, all these like tricks to know like who was who they could and after church it was like the girls with the single girls would go to the left and single boys would go to the right so they could like it was all these like matchmaking. Yeah. Like we need some of that stuff today, yeah. so that it's like Tinder two thousand is way better than Tinder. I think more than that. He was saying guys are just too lazy to cook more than one thing at a time. They would just cook rice and it'd be good enough, but the wife would be like, "No, you'd like me to eat." Like, you know, all these I thought it was like you. a that's the modern day Tinder no, way. No, no, he was, no, was just saying. Guys oh my are gosh, lazy. we didn't try our things. Okay, we have to try our things, and yeah. then we can be done. Yeah. Okay. What time is that? Uh, so far it over. Is, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The sponge. 
sponge fresa. It looks like it's like strawberry something. Oh my like gosh. It. it looks like a cookie with snowballs on top of it, it. I think they really like coconut oh, is what I'm You guys, thinking. it really does. You know, like the snowballs that you get in the store, it looks like a shortbread cookie. I feel like Britain should be here for this. Where's Britain? I don't know. Britain, do you want to come try these? Britain, you should come try our sponge yeah. balls. <laughs> okay, do not smell it. <laughs> mm, it does taste like a snowball. Okay. Britain, where are you? I'm going to text her. Yeah. I like it. I don't like coconut. I like coconut. I'm mm. a little scared. Mm. Okay. It's weird, though, because, you know, like, it's like a snowball with, like, some texture at the end of it. Britain says I'm good. <laughs> Is it stale? No. No. It's good. I don't, well, I don't, I don't want to try. I'm scared. It's good. Mm. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> I don't like coconut either, Britain, but it's mm. not bad. Mm. She can bring it home to her kids. They probably like it. Oh, it probably has it probably red, has red dye, dye in, in it. 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 looks like it has red dye. It's not the most flavorful thing I've ever eaten. Mm. No. It's mm. not bad. I like it. Is it in Spanish? Can I read Red 5? Mm, he's got a little transfer on film. Mm. Wasn't it Red 40? Coconut allergy. Damn. It's not bad. Yeah. It's actually better than it looks. Yeah. It's just like weird because it's like, again, it's like an actual like marshmallow I'm going to save the mini pineapples for last because this is another coconut thing. <coughs> we bought a lot of coconut, didn't we? I don't know. I just bought colorful packages. Mm -hmm. Like a 12-year-old kid. I, bought I just unpacked from Costa Rica last night. a white last package night. and the yellow. The only one that's arguably colorful is the spot. I bought, like, so, like, my son and I like to do, like, try different foods from around the country or world. And we have a subscription box. So we bought one of these, too, in s'more flavor. We haven't tried it yet, though. I just, I like, I just unpacked yesterday. So <laughs> I found these. I was like, oh, yeah, I bought these. I this forgot. smells like a shortbread. Okay. This one is good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, these are um, Tureg. Oh, coconut. No, oh, they're biscuits. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. This one's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like coconut. So it just tastes like a coconut shortbread. Mm -hmm. And you know I love shortbread, so. I get fat eating shortbread. You love shortbread. I do. I mean, it's just butter, sugar, and flour. What's not to love about that? Yeah, the Lorna Jane. Oh, it kind of tastes like coconut. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's super good. Okay. Costa Rica, I like your treats oh. better than I like your rice and beans. <laughs> I think we had, I mean, that seafood feast we had was amazing. Yeah. It was like lobster and shrimp. You guys and had. A ton of mussels. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, we had like steak and, mm -hmm. and then we had that other dish at that shrimp stack place. Mine was just okay, though. I had that weird, like, orange thing. Mm. I can't remember I had. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fish. I had Thai. You had, like, the fresh fish there. We had capers on it. Mm. It was good. I was fine. I don't like capers. Like, chicken marsala is really gross I've to me. I never had a caper. I think it's disgusting. I hate capers. They're, like, oh, really pickly to me. Oh, that'd be fine with that. I love vinegar. I like pickles, but I don't like capers. Papers are weird. I don't know how this is biodegradable. 
I mean, isn't all food biodegradable? Does it mean the packaging uh, is they biodegradable? They make the plastic with corn or something. Mm. I like shortbread. Good thing it didn't. So um, these are mini burritos. Well, so this is shortbread with pineapple. Yep. Okay. They have a lot of shortbreads. So you should mm -hmm. like this. I mean, we'll see. I like pineapple. They do something. I feel like um, this is practically breakfast food. Their um, pineapple there mm. is like, I think they're like the biggest exporter in the world of pineapple, too. Ooh, this smells weird. <laughs> yeah, I smell it's my it. least favorite. It one. smells like fig, but bad fig. Mm. It's like a fig Newton. But the pineapple tastes on like an orange taste. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to cleanse my palate with that strawberry thing. Mm -hmm. It's like an orange marmalade more than pineapple. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I'll take the coconut shortbread over yeah. the yeah the whatever burrito and pineapple it's, burrito. It's like not sweet. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it is, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I, know I took a second bite. Do you need me to get a garbage can? Or are you gonna spit it out? I'm not gonna spit it out. Okay. okay. I'm gonna chase it with a strawberry thing. Okay. Good idea. Chase. Like... You gotta chase your candy. I like it. No, we did go oh. into the grocery store and bought that chocolate that you really like, mm. Sedona. That really creamy. I bought three more. Yeah, that was good chocolate. She gave me a piece of hers. It was really good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's Costa Rican chocolate, though. I don't know Or if it's just whatever chocolate. I think it's just chocolate made in other countries mm -hmm. with real cocoa. I sacrificed one oh. for your neighbor. <laughs> did you bring home or try that rum that we brought home yet, Logan? Oh, yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was super good. So last time we were in Costa Rica, we were obsessed with this rum called Florida Cana. I'm not a drinker by any means. Like, I really don't drink a lot. But we had these rum and Cokes made with the Mexican Coke, of course, which is obviously far superior. And it was so good. So we went and I bought a seven-year bottle. He bought a 12-year bottle. You I got the coconut rum. Yeah. I just unpacked it last night. It made it home safe. Yeah, that's good. You yeah, it was good, but mm -hmm. I tried to take a shot of it. Don't do that. It's sipping wrong. Is it? Yeah, you don't want to take uh, a shot. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not as good that way. Yeah. I okay, really those like things wrong. are not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'd eat the coconut shortbread again. That was good. Okay. Britain, you should probably want some. <coughs> she says she's good. Oh, shortbread, good. yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like uh, coconut, though. Oh, it doesn't taste like coconut. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, she didn't try right, it. Well, if she doesn't like it all. I it. hope you enjoyed um, learning more about coffee. It is. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a rewarding thing for everybody, and I know all of our franchisees said, "Oh my gosh, this was amazing." It was super fun to yeah. plant our coffee trees. I hope we get to go back and pick the coffee from our coffee trees. I think trees. we said we'd go back in what three years? That would be like a dream come true. Yeah, if we got to actually go to our plants. And I don't even care if Drew, if you ever see this, just put my sign and tell me it's. Any coffee tree. I won't remember. You won't remember. Unless just, it's not next to everybody it, else's. Just tell me it's my coffee tree. I'm, I mean, I doesn't even have to have my sign. <laughs> just tell me this is my coffee tree. It was like the fifth one in. Mm -hmm. About five rows I put mine on my, the edge. Yours is on the edge next to mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yours was next. Was yours I said a blessing mine? over my tree no. that no snakes or bugs or coffee rust ever touches it. So my tree. I be gave superior. mine a little of my we water bottle water. Trees. We, we did. Blessed them. Mm -hmm. So I figured yeah. it was it was gonna get a little extra water. Mm. Um. So one thing too is, uh, if you guys haven't, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Britain said we needed subscribers on there. 
go subscribe. So just look up Coffee Beanery <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, you can also watch the live streams there. And honestly, it looks a little bit better than Facebook. <laughs> so if you guys have YouTube, go subscribe to us because it'll really help us out. You should go we- follow us on TikTok. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Sedona's going to start doing our TikToks. Oh, Sedona is going to be in charge of TikTok. I'm excited for that. So, and I guess, oh, and I did my hair a little different because I guess I've only done my hair two different ways. You've only done your hair one. Let's be fair. This is all I ever do. Wait, what do you mean? Did it like analyze like how we do our hair? No, when Britt was doing it, she's like, you've only done your hair twice, two different (laughs) ways, braids or down. You've only done your hair down. To be fair, this is all I can do. Like I, that's all I can do. do I did my hair like Taylor Swift. She does a braid. Yeah, she's been doing it. Next week, I'm going to like, wow, I channeled my, I channeled my coolness. I didn't even know You're so cool. Your inner Taylor. I guess. I guess so. Okay, on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks.